0: Attention, please. <laughs> Stop walking while I'm squawking. All aboard. Hi, everyone.
1: Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to episode 22. I just realized we're at 22 of Gen I D. I know. Generation Disney. Look at us. Adam and Dana. Look at Twenty twenty-two 22 plus hours of listening to us talk exists out there in the world.
0: Who'da Who'da, <laughs> Who'da, who would have thunk? Who would have thought we would have gotten this far? Not me. I'll be honest. Really? I'm, I'm proud of us. I feel like, <laughs> no, it's you and me. Like when we say we want to do something, we commit to it. So clearly that is a thing. But I'm kind of surprised how quickly this is all gone.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we started back in the spring and now it's October. Mm-hmm. The yeah, greatest Yeah, we started talking about ever. this.
0: Yeah. Happy Halloween. Happy, Happy Halloween. Halloween Finally we can say
1: it. I know. I've been like every day I'm still adding more and more Halloween decorations and I have to stop going to Target because the Target Halloween section again it's like fancier spirit Halloween. Um yeah. but every time I'm there I'm like, "Ooh, that would look good on the patio. Oh, that would look good in the living room." Yep.
0: You know where the best place to get decorations for in Target for the fall season and really anytime is the dollar to three dollar bin section oh, at the very where front. do you
1: think most of our stuff is from? <laughs> that is literally yes. every time we go to Target, it's first stop is the dollar yeah. bin section out front. But then it's actually like the three dollar section and the five dollar section and the seven dollar section. But you yeah. know, for Target it is what it is. But most importantly with October. It's Disney World's 50th anniversary. <gasps>
0: Happy anniversary, oh my Disney World. I, I know. So I don't know about you, Adam, but I had some serious FOMO going on social media this <sighs> last Friday, October 1st, yeah. and seeing everybody and their mom at the Magic Kingdom.
1: Yeah, uh, everybody and their mom and their aunt and their uncle and their grandma and their grandpa and their clone and their twin – And their sisters and brothers and nieces and nephews and any person on the planet was at the Magic Kingdom on the first.
0: Specifically, the Magic Kingdom. Because I just sent you two TikToks of people who went to both Hollywood Studios and Epcot. And there's like a zero wait for every ride. And they're like, where did all the people go? They were all at Magic Kingdom that day, obviously. You know,
1: I think... If we had been down there, I maybe would have switched our park reservation or just parked hopped over to Hollywood Studios or Epcot that night and just had free range of the place. Like, yes, it's exciting, I think, to be there, right, to be at the Magic Kingdom on the 50th. But what are you doing? You're there in a mob. To watch a fireworks show that is going to be playing on repeat for at least the next 18 months as they continue the celebration. So, I mean, that's why we're not, we're not, yes, we can't wait to get to Disney World, but we're not in a rush. Like, we're going to wait and go in, like, January or something, right? When hopefully it's a little quieter and the insanity has slowed down a little bit.
0: Right. No, that I am exactly that same way. We're going in early February and I am i can't wait to go. But I'm also like, that day looked like a nightmare to me, even with like the perky influencers that we follow who are like, yeah, we're here and this is exciting. It still also, looked like I, absolute bananas.
1: I don't think anybody was in that park but influencers. Like when you looked around, <laughs> yeah. it's everybody with a camera wandering yeah. around the place. I was like, how many of them are there? It's crazy. It's crazy. There's so many. Um, and then
0: it was also all like they were all there obviously for the date that was October 1st, which is the 50th anniversary, but they were also all there to get merchandise. I don't know if you saw that. I sent you a TikTok oh of my people gosh. going crazy over the single day merchandise. So the lines were like out the down main street just to get this.
1: It was the Starbucks tumbler that people wanted. People were obsessed yeah. over that Starbucks purple colored, like the celebration iridescent. colored. Yeah, the ear ir- the iridescent. The Disney. Iridescent. 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 And then I saw um Molly from all ears. Shout out to Molly again. She was she was putting Love messages Molly. out being like warning, there are still tumblers. If you go to downtown Disney and get into World of Disney, you have to ask the cast member because they have to go in the back and pull them out for you. Like I cannot imagine the mob scene. Like, none of that looked fun. Like, that's not magical. No.
0: The people who found it fun are the same people who get up at four in the morning for <laughs> Black, Black Friday, Friday deals right after Thanksgiving. I'm not one of those people. I do not understand that allure. I don't need it. I don't need yeah, the no, merchandise. I, but don't, I, honestly, I don't get it. I,
1: I think some of them, and this is what's so sad. And Disney has no way of policing this. But I think so many of them are out buying as much as they can. And then they're going on eBay, placing it on eBay, and trying to make some money off of it. And, like, sure. there were there were people saying they're already seeing the uh, 50th anniversary commemorative maps, park maps, are already up on eBay. Mm. Like, wow, I don't know. I, I love some merch. I love me some merch. I can't not come home with merch when we go. We got those, you know, purple Disney World bags barreling onto the airplane every time we come home but like <laughs> i don't know i this is just insanity you know but we we did i do have to say we did get into the 50th anniversary merch a little bit up here in northern california you did we did we went to mcdonald's and <laughs> we oh. ordered two happy meals uh two grown adults we put we put noah was in the car so that was our justification even though he doesn't eat like we have
0: a baby who doesn't eat solids yet but he's right here
1: (laughs) so we ordered two happy meals to get the the 50th anniversary toy they are actually so we got two of the same we got r2d2 which is cool Aw, but they're actually for a happy meal toy they're really big and they like and oh. the the placard thing that's behind it is from their part of Walt Disney World where they live, and it when depending on how you look at it, it's daytime or nighttime. So we have like R two D two sitting in front of Galaxy's Edge, and it's it's kind of cool. So you know, for everybody who can't get down to Disney World right away, but you want a little touch of that, just drive. I'm sure a minute out of your house, and you'll hit a McDonald's and go get yourself a uh, happy meal. Get some chicken nuggets and a Happy Meal and a cool little piece of fiftieth anniversary and the box is really cool too. I always
0: to say that. Okay, now now maybe I'll go do that because we do have a McDonald's down the street that I will wait for. But I, I don't understand the like insane lines for everything. Um, but Adam and I should say that we because of our disney world fomo right now we decided to dedicate this entire episode to walt disney world out in orlando florida we're talking about all of the exciting news that came out about the 50th anniversary we're going to talk about our thoughts and opinions on the fireworks shows uh, we, got the new rides. we got thoughts we got thoughts yeah oh yes we do um, so, yeah, so sit back and enjoy us talking all about Disney World. We're taking a little break from Disneyland. Not that we don't fiercely love our our Disneyland. We're going to set it aside for this one episode.
1: But don't worry. There will be a little mention of the happiest place on Earth in the vault. That's your, that's your clue.
0: Oh, good. Okay. It's a
1: Disney World vault in a little bit, but it will have a little throwback to the happiest place on Earth.
0: I was thinking about the vault today. I technically did a Disney World vault with Space Mountain because that one oh, yeah. really was all all the Magic Kingdom. So, but I'm excited. Okay. Okay. Well, should we just well, get into yeah, it? Yeah. Where, about the where news? are we
1: starting? There was so much.
0: Well, let's just start first off with like the really sweet things that kind of have changed with all four of the parks right now. I don't know if you saw all of this, but they've of course updated and like made. Kind of plused as they say, plussed up their um, big iconic figures at each of the parks. So at Epcot, they added all new like fiber optics in between this so like cool. the geodesic sphere slats. So now the all white ball changes colors and and evolves throughout the night. You so mean it, lo- it looks the super gigantic
1: cool. shrine to Dame Judy Dench?
0: Yes, of Spaceship course. Spaceship Earth,
1: yes. It looks they really cool. They can never
0: take her voice out. She's so great in it.
1: No, they can't. Again, she caused the pandemic so that they would v- not do the update <laughs> on the ride. Um, <laughs> Judy has the power. No, it looks beautiful. Like, just the photos of it and that the with now, like, looking complete with the fountain and the glass pillars that they brought back and rebuilt. Yeah. And it's gorgeous. With Spaceship Earth behind it lit up like that, just the colors are and what I think we'll get to in a minute, how the colors play in with Harmonious, too. It's just Mm -hmm. amazing. So I think it's beautiful. I love the colors. I think it's just they did. They knocked that out of the park.
0: I can't wait to see it. And I think they took them out, but it reminded me a little bit of the fiber optics at Epcot that used to be on the ground that looked like stars when you were in the park. I think those are gone now, but I like that they've added kind of that same sheen to the Epcot ball. The other big thing is the Hollywood Tower of Terror over at Hollywood Studios. They just um, projected, like they do at the castle, they projected a really cool kind of colorful 50th anniversary image on there. But at the very top and i only know this cuz i saw it on tiktok but at the very top of the tower on the right hand side you can actually see all of the party guests enjoying their party as silhouettes that's it's, it's so, cool. so
1: cool and it looks so good i mean this the the projection mapping that they're doing on these buildings now is just like it's i remember when it first started a few years ago and it yeah. was just on main street and Cinderella's castle and then now the like technology and how they're able to expand it is just Absolutely amazing. Um, I will say, did you watch on Friday night the ABC News 2020 Disney World special?
0: Not the special. I just watched it on YouTube, so I only saw uh, okay. the fireworks. Pop.
1: Yeah. So then, so the next night on Friday night, they did a two-hour Disney World documentary, basically on ABC. And something interesting popped up. This just made me think of because we're talking about the park icons, right? Like yeah. the, the Tower of Terror was not. Meant to be the icon for Hollywood studios, that it was the Chinese theater.
0: Yeah, it was the Chinese theater, and then they kind of got rid of that as the icon and added in the Sorcerer Mickey hat, which, which is my, my era when I worked. I know when it's I my, worked I, there, that's when they put it in.
1: You know they they made so many mistakes. They got rid of the hat, then they got rid of they the great rid movie ride. Granted, I mm-hmm. and you'll agree with me, I am sure, once you're there and you ride it. Mickey Minnie's Runaway Railway is mind-blowing and incredible, and I'm a little okay now, but I still miss The Great Movie Ride. Um, Oh, and then Kevin Feige from Marvel, like the big Marvel Uh guy, right? He was in the documentary, and he said about Hollywood Studios because they just had all these people in talking about what 50 years of Walt Disney World has meant for them. And Kevin Feige is talking about how when he was a kid, he rode The Great Movie Ride, and that's actually what – inspired like riding through (gasps) those sets – Is what inspired him to go into filmmaking. And now he's like king of Marvel films and Disney, right? Like it's such a great ride.
0: It was a treasure. And I'm so sad that they got rid of it. But, you know, I hear great things about Mickey and Minnie. I can't wait to ride it. But yes, Um, I don't really know. I mean, obviously, the Magic Kingdom Cinderella's Castle has been redone in that iridescent glow look with a big 50 emblem. It does look really good. So that's done. I don't think they really did anything with Animal Kingdom as far as like a fancy upgrade.
1: Oh, they did. The tree. The tree of life got the iridescent mapping on it at night. Yeah. So they've now lit up the tree of light at night, like the Hollywood Tower, to have that same iridescent. So they did all four park icons in that beautiful celebration. Mapping. Iridescent mapping that... The characters' jackets, I love the characters' outfits.
0: Oh, I do too. We should, later folks will post like a picture or link a story so you can see them. But they're really cute. Mickey looks so dapper. We keep saying iridescent. That's kind of like their, you know, the Disney speak. There, It's like E-A-R, iridescent that they're saying. And it's all that like purpley blue hues. Um, mixed with the gold from 50th. Uh, so they're, they're doing a really good job with all of the coloring, and I think it looks very sharp. Um, I will say they also I can't wait to go because I want to find all 50 of these, but they have golden statues of 50 different characters throughout the four parks. And um, you can go look for them. They're usually in front of the rides where their character might be. So, you know, Alice and the Mad Hatter are out in front of the teacups and um, they look really cute. I want to go find them all.
1: I wonder if that's the same 50 that McDonald's because I think they're like 50 different toys for the McDonald's Happy Meals. They can I mean, it would make so, sense. It would make sense. It's the same. That's kind of cool.
0: It should, yeah. It should be the oh, same.
1: Oh my gosh! I like tangent, complete tangent. But back, this just popped in my head. Yeah. Little random fact of fifty years of Disney World trivia, right? So I'm watching the ABC News 2020 special. One of the yeah. Backstreet Boys pops up because he used to be
0: Lance. A, no, is it, it wasn't Lance. Lance.
1: It, no, Lance is from NSYNC. Oh,
0: oh, oh, NSYNC. Get um, your
1: 90s boys bands right. Come on, Dana.
0: I just heard boy band. I didn't think. Uh, was it Kevin Fetter? No. I don't no. even. I don't know Backstreet. K-Fed, Kevin. It was not K-Fed. Ke- Kevin. Yeah. Okay. Wait. Kevin uh, Fetter
1: Wasn't that Britney's.
0: No. that's He was with Britney. What's Kevin. Wasn't <laughs> was there a Kevin in Backstreet Boys?
1: Yeah. Maybe. Anyway. So one of the Backstreet Boys. And don't quiz me on it. Because now I'm blanking on his name. Uh, I was much more of an in than Backstreet. Sorry. But. Uh, one of the Backstreet Boys apparently used to be a cast member at Disney World and was like the tour guide on the studio tour. And so he was on the special what? talking about how he used to drive people like they would on the, you know, Hollywood when it was MGM Studios, he, they would drive people around on the studio tour. And he was talking about like sharing his memories of that. Really, it's on Hulu right now, the two hour special. Like, go watch it, folks. It's re- it was wow. done unbelievably well.
0: It was the Kevin and it's Kevin Richardson. Yes. I just handled it.
1: Yeah. 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 So he used to work at Disney world as a cast member. Uh, And so he was on he talked about what a special time in his life that was and all that. So anyway, go watch it. It's on Hulu. Enjoy it. There's your plug. And also like dear friends I used to work with produced on it. So shout out to all them. They did
0: great, Oh, cool. Well, let's get into some of the, like new stuff that just happened yeah. and some of the news. There's a lot of news that dropped for specifically Disney World. Poor Disneyland definitely took a backseat this week. I don't think anybody was giving a lot of attention to Disneyland. Um but I think the the first and foremost biggest news was that they unveiled. The two new um, firework shows. They've got yeah. uh, the Magic Kingdom's Enchantment, which replaced the Happily Ever After show. And then over I'm at crying. Epcot, they premiered Harmonious, which is replaced Illuminations. And Illuminations was there for like 25 plus years. Illuminations
1: I, is beautiful. That globe.
0: I know. I know. Well, okay, hold on. Let's talk yeah, yeah, first yeah. about Enchantment over at the Magic Kingdom. Oh. So you and I both watch it at the same to? time via do we have to talk YouTube. About it? <laughs> yeah, we do. Oh, so Dana. if you guys know that we watched this on YouTube, it was professionally shot, but we yeah, were I, not seeing this live.
1: No, and I well, it was live as it was happening on YouTube. Oh, that was the very first. We weren't screen.
0: watching it Yay. with our own eyeballs in yeah. front of us.
1: So yep. Disney did a really cool thing. Disney Parks blog on their YouTube page, they live streamed the very first showing of Harmonious. And the very first showing of Disney's Enchantment. And so that was pretty cool that everybody who couldn't be there got around the world, got to watch yeah. it, which is pretty neat. But oh, my gosh. I So Kurt and I watched it together and you and I were texting each other throughout it. I am one main concern that if Tinkerbell did not fly off the top of that castle, I was done. Like I was I mean, when the podcast was over and done with Disney. We're done. If they got rid of Pink she Tinkerbell. She and thank they can't not. the heavens, she flew off the top of that castle at the end. That was the highlight of yeah. the entire show, frankly.
0: I know I've told you this before, but I don't think I've mentioned this on the podcast. But because I worked in entertainment at Disney, I got to see the Tinkerbell costume, that the one that she wears when she flies across. And it's an actual helmet that is her hair. It's not, you know, any sort of wig. It's a helmet made to look like her hair. And then her Tinkerbell dress and wings are like... I think they were, like, somewhere around the ballpark of 40 pounds because they're just all these, like, fiber optic lights with this huge pack in the back by where the wings are so that it could all light up. The whole thing was, like, 50 pounds that she had to wear just to be able to fly. Um, And then – they, I remember them telling us this in training, the person playing Tinkerbell has to have incredible upper body strength because she flies from the interior of the castle. There's a specific Tinkerbell room that she – like a little elevator lift – Um, Then she goes out and she lands over kind of by where Tomorrowland or in Tomorrowland, but over by Space Mountain. Um, There's like a big old pad that she basically kind of crashes into. (laughs) I've seen it in in backstage. Um, And then she gets help hoisted down. But if she gets stuck up there, the person playing Tinkerbell has to be able to carry themselves across the rig all the way to Tomorrowland with their arms. So they have to be able to really do that that maneuver and it could be you know for 20 minutes you know that they have to be able to pull themselves to safety
1: so kurt and i were actually talking about this when we're watching it is it just their one job like they are the tinker that flies off or do they do other stuff throughout the day or is there they literally show up to go up to the top of the castle zip line down and that's their day And they get their paycheck. That's
0: their whole day. I think they get paid an eight-hour day, if I remember right. Again, keep in mind that this knowledge comes from 2008. I don't know if things have changed or if their rules or regulations have shifted since then. But um, what I remember was they got paid a full eight hours to do – just the one fireworks show. Sometimes there might be two types of shows like that, but they're only playing that part. They're not the Tinkerbell you're meeting in the parks is never the same Tinkerbell you're seeing flying across the air. That's a specialized role that is part of a union. They have to have a specific contract to be able to do that. There's only a few people that do that particular role. When I worked there, they were all women. I've heard rumors that there's been a man before who's done this. I can't. Confirm that but uh there you know it has to be somebody who is small like i'm talking 115 to 120 pounds and has that incredible upper body strength so when i was there i knew that there was one woman who had come from cirque de soleil before who was doing tinkerbell at the parks because she had that strength and that's incredible for it
1: yeah they they can never they can never get rid of tink flying From the top of the castle, like ever, ever. Do you remember um, it was the show before Happily Ever After? It was Wishes when they had Uh. when they had Nemo flying across. Do you remember that?
0: I don't remember Nemo. Did you ever I see remember seeing Dumbo. I remember yeah, seeing Dumbo. They had
1: once. they at one point they Nemo would go across <laughs> and fly by or something. It was really Aww. weird.
0: Well, we just saw the fireworks show here in um, you know, for Halloween at Disneyland. Yeah. And they have zero from Nightmare Before Christmas, and he flies across, and it's oh, really that's really cool fun. to see. That's fun. Yeah.
1: Um, okay, so Disney Enchantment. Uh, hello, Angela Bassett, first of all, like
0: also, a was J-
1: was James Corden voicing part of it? I thought I heard him for a second at the beginning, and I was there like, "There was what? a
0: man," but I didn't. Maybe I didn't. I, I did not know. Place maybe it was. I men. was.
1: Kurt and I were like, "Oh, James Corden." Um. So, who also should not have hosted the Friends reunion? That was super weird. Made zero sense whatsoever. Why James Corden hosted the Friends reunion? But that's a whole nother story for another conversation for another day. <laughs> it should have been Paul Rudd. Anyway, um. So. This. Angela
0: Bassett was great, and and in my opinion, the best part of the show. So, it you guys, but, if you've seen any sort of fireworks show at either Disneyland or Disney World, you know how like emotional they are, and how they really pull you in. And but they, there's a it's story. so perfectly timed, and there's a story. Even the Halloween one has a story, and I always love their stories. This felt like they oh were just gosh. pulling any of the newest songs possible, but that. <sighs> They could perform, and I just was like, some of the songs are great and new, and I love the Uh. Into the Unknown from the newest Frozen. They've got some solid song options. Here's my problem. They are all covers. None of them are sung by the original show.
1: That was my biggest problem. I
0: hated that. I did not – I don't love the cheesy, like – um, you know, auto two. Oh my God. It was Donnie and Marie. Disney? It was like
1: Donnie and Marie Osmond yes. was- recorded the enchantment soundtrack. Like, I, yep. The music was look, there was zero story whatsoever. It was just smashed together bad karaoke music. And like, two fireworks were great. And like, the projections were okay. It just didn't, it didn't screen like I, and maybe just because this is new and we're like, uh, but like, I mean, Happily Ever After was a piece of work and art. And what was so beautiful about those shows before was that you could sing along. Like you'd be standing out there watching yeah. it and they'd play part of that song and like you would sing along with it and be able to just go with it. And like, and then the Happily Ever After was a song. It was like that yes. encompassed the whole thing. This was just like, It felt lazy. It felt like slapped together. It felt like a
0: hodgepodge. It felt like a hodgepodge, and it felt like they were just trying to bring in any of their newest stuff. There's a lot of Moana in there. I love the music from Moana. I love the music from all of the Frozen movies. I love the stuff that they have right now. I'm not – Coco, gosh, Coco, I think, is the best Mm. soundtrack and the best Pixar that's come out in the last couple of years. But – For whatever reason, all these wonderful songs did not gel in the way that they laid it out. And you were hearing them sung by these, like, knockoff Donnie and Marie's that just felt really, like, stunted.
1: It it just, it didn't work. I was, and, and, and I think Kurt and I had different opinions. Like, he was really taken back by it, I think. And I think everybody will have their own opinion. I just, you know, I saw, I saw in a bunch of the, like, Blogs and websites today that people are like, there's like a, a change.org petition going around already with thousands of signatures <gasps> trying to get them to bring Happily Ever After back. I mean, yeah,
0: Happily Ever After was an Aces show, and anybody who's seen it would tell you, like, that it was so everything good. I said before, how it was so moving Happily and it would make you cry. After. Yeah, the music was like Ugh. it pumped you up, and then it also just made you like that yep. core like Disney emotion that they're so normally so good at doing. This new show had none of that, and in it, my opinion. I will say, I'm sure it's going to be better when we're there in person and we're seeing it live, but or, or yeah. you know, live in our in front of us. But I, was I not don't impressed.
1: know. I just yeah, it didn't. I'm also looking at this from like. Parent perspective now, and if I'm going to choose like one night to keep Noah up to go see a show, it's not going to be Enchantment. It is going to be harmonious. It's going to be harmonious. That was everything that harmonious. Oh my gosh, it was so
0: good. So real quick, Illuminations was the show, like I said, that was there for like way too long. It was there for like 25, 30 years. I don't know. Maybe it started when the park opened. For all I know, that sounds accurate. And that show was really great before. It, it got a little stale and they had this cool globe that would go out in the middle of the a lake. Fire. And it would turn and rotate. And then, yeah, towards the end it would open up and a fire pit would come out. It was really cool. Um, and the music is great. I love the Illuminations music. But it was a tired show. Harmonious also, you know, was unveiled on October 1st. I was a little weirded out by these weird barges that they've come up with. So the ball is gone. The globe, it's gone. And now they have these like curved, uh, like various curved uh, barges that come out into the middle with, again, those like projected light stuff. And the fireworks come off of those barges. They are an eyesore. In the daytime. They're just these giant, black, weird boats in the middle of the lake.
1: But I read somewhere they're thinking about they've got some daytime stuff in development to use them throughout the day. And so they're not just sitting there. Sitting Um, there. So the globe is gone. But did you notice? Maybe we'll start from the back and work forwards on this. Did you notice the hat tip to the globe at the end?
0: No, I don't think I did.
1: In all the screens in the big finale when all the fireworks are going off. The screens go to a globe rotating on the screens, oh, which I thought was really, okay. I. we saw that and I was like, okay, yeah, I, good. Good job.
0: Yeah.
1: Um yeah. I thought it was everything that we wanted Enchantment to be. Like you had the music, you had like, what I think was so amazing is they hit all the different Disney songs that you know and love by country and like went around the world. Right. And like, yeah. I thought that was just, so well done. And you got, you had the songs that you're familiar with. It wasn't Donnie and Marie singing it. It was the actual songs. And yep, I, I just thought it was beautiful. It was like, I love World of Color at California Adventure. Like, I think it is yeah. absolutely beautiful. This was World of Color on steroids. And I totally absolutely loved it.
0: And to its credit, we're watching it the same way we just watched Enchantment. The enchantment, that's what it's called. Mm-hmm. Um, we watched it the same way, we both watched it through YouTube and you know, phone social media stuff. And that one I really loved. I still think it's also going to be even more spectacular when we see it in person, oh, but it's going it, to blow our minds. Was, I think it's what you were describing earlier it tells a story, and the story is coming together, uh, with all these different countries and showing you how Disney has. Told the stories of so many different worlds, all kind of unifying at the so end. Good. Same kind of basic plot that was Illuminations, which you kind of is also the same basic plot of Epcot's, you know, World Showcase. But it all works, and it felt very cohesive. Yeah.
1: I think I am already foreshadowing that I will be standing around World Showcase with a drink, watching the show, and probably crying. Yep hundred yep, percent. There yep. will be tears. I just thought it was absolutely beautiful. I, that'll be, if we choose one show to keep Noah up for when we go, it'll be that one to see. Cause I, yeah. it's just, yeah, it, it blew my mind. Now I'm saying that Kurt absolutely loves any fireworks show at the magic kingdom. So I'm sure we'll stay and see it too, but I, I am here for harmonious. Now, should we move over to my favorite Disney theme park of all Disney theme parks, but, oh Boy, Dana, they can't win in terms of big show, can they? Do you know what, what I'm are talking you talking about? about? Animal, Animal, King- Animal Kingdom. Kingdom.
0: Oh, I cannot wait for t- this is the thing I've been wanting to talk about the most. Oh on my this gosh, episode. those so,
1: poor. Well, hold on. Do you want to backtrack to when they built this outdoor theater? At well, Animal first Kingdom? off, everybody,
0: we're talking about a show called Kite Tales at Animal oh, Kingdom that also unveiled on October 1st. And this is a daytime show in their kind of water area that was told to be a like, you know, beautiful <laughs> kite flying show with like water features and, and um, you know, oh. balloons and kites flying overhead. And what it is is those things, Whoa. but also done by like It looks to me like your local, um, you know, like (laughs) summer camp team that was like, Hey, I guess we gotta make some balloons and just get them up in the air somehow. So let's figure out how to do that.
1: You guys, they're giant balloons tied to jet skis, and like the jet skis were flipping over, like wind hit a balloon and knocked a jet literally capsized a jet ski in the show. And they had to stop the show. Balloons are getting stuck in the trees they're not going up like yeah. what how, what how many rehearsals did they do before they started this thing and like i i just that okay so i i, I my mind is blown cuz <laughs> this park does so many things so well it's beautiful it's yeah. themed it's like joe rody's freaking like
0: weird r- mind Weird yeah, it's mind. the mind of joe rody
1: but done unbelievable like the detail that the time that was put into this park um But, so, quite a few years ago, when they kind of redid Animal Kingdom, it was for Animal Kingdom's anniversary, one of their anniversaries, that they redid, Mm -hmm. was their 25th, maybe? It was Animal Kingdom's 25th that they made all these changes. And they added a nighttime spectacular. And they built a theater onto the river there, right? And so, there was all this talk that there was going to be this amazing nighttime show. And the nighttime show never came. They did, like, a weird version of lion king or something for a hot minute on the lake and then that went away and they brought back they brought in this nighttime show that was just kind of a dud like nobody really knew like we saw it and we sat there and we were like what is actually happening there was like weird dancers in the aisles boats lights that kind of worked but didn't really work to like show the animals running like it just I don't know. It didn't work like that. That lagoon is cursed because now you've got this kite tails thing. It's yet another show that's clearly not going to work. I don't know why they're going to keep trying to run it. Well, like just-
0: because I'm a, a weird Disney nerd, I actually – that lagoon is cursed. You're exactly right. I read a whole book this recently called Reality Land, and it was about like the making of the Magic Kingdom, and then it, t- it tailed into Animal Kingdom. That lagoon originally was supposed to be like this – Like discovery, like sea animals, like not exactly the jungle cruise, but not far off where they wanted you to interact with your guide and that failed miserably. So then they just made it a water taxi, but people were like, wait, but why am I riding this to get to no other special area of the park? So then they just stopped doing it all together and made the like loading dock a spot where you could go meet some characters just as kind of dead space to fill. Well,
1: one of the best photo spots in the park is on one is on that loading dock. And it's like basically photo. there's usually a like a Disney photo person down there. And it's absolutely beautiful because you can get Everest in the tree behind you and it's gorgeous. But yeah. That but they
0: <sighs> Animal Kingdom has had some so they have some hits. The Festival of the Lion King, total hit. It yep. went from day one. It's been awesome. But they've had some serious misses, especially when it comes to the live shows. So, anyhow, and we should mention that these balloons that are going over the lake, that's <laughs> like uh King Louis and Baloo and you know jungle cruise characters, they're like a small scale Macy's Thanksgiving yeah. Day parade balloon. Like they're big boys, and then they're being trailed by a jet ski that's trying to pull them up and so they come out and just kind of float around in the sky looking like a macy's balloon and then the whole goal is to like get them back over to where they started and then they just crash into the ground like that's how they end is they just you you see this beloved character just like beef it it's
1: it's just a bad 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 idea and you know, the only thing I think that's worked on that body of water are the, like, when all the character cavalcades started as, like, socially distant see the characters. And they've yep. been driving them on boats up and down. And you, they just zoom yeah. by on a boat. And it's, like, a party. There's, like, a band on the boat and a couple characters. Like, great. Just keep that going. <laughs> I don't know. I know. Like, get rid of the theater. Put a restaurant in on the water or something. People want places to mm-hmm. eat. I just... I, you don't need, or create like a, you know, maybe create like World of Color there, but make it animal themed. Just do that. Like, drain the thing. Well, isn't that what they in,
0: tried to do?
1: That's yeah, but it wasn't, it didn't have do. the big sprays and the lights. It wasn't like that. They, they didn't yeah. put the infrastructure in it like you had at, like you have at DCA. And I think if they just spent the money, put in that infrastructure, and like built this beautiful, basically just run World of Color, but. I don't know. Tweak it slightly and make it world of animal color I, with Pandora. I don't know. Just something that isn't going to break all the time. It'd be bad <laughs> and not entertaining anyway. Uh, and I say I that know. and it pains me to say that because I absolutely love everything about that park.
0: Oh, I'm excited to see Kite Tales. I want to have a margarita in my hand and go watch the show and laugh hysterically. I hope that it stays the same. They've had to close it. I mean, guys, we're recording this on October 3rd and on October 1st. And second, they've already had to cancel the show's uh, next performances because of the uh, kites getting stuck up in trees, the capsizing of jet skis. Like, this is a doomed show. Dana, but If I'm it sorry. is still going by think. this wintertime, I'm going to see it. I it's, have to see
1: I, it. I do not think this is going to be a fully functioning show by 2022. By February? No, I it'll know. be gone. It'll be gone.
0: Well, a girl can dream. Um, okay, let's talk about some other news that has come out as well. So a couple of days ago, they announced that the Magic Band Plus is going to be a new thing starting in early 2022. Uh, so if you're familiar, Magic Band is a big thing out in Florida where you can get this um, RFID, RFID, RFID. I love the RFID. Magic Band.
1: Yeah, it's like an R- I, Just RF yeah. chip.
0: Uh, yes, yeah. It's just an RF chip inside a little uh like a wristband, and you can unlock your hotel room, you can purchase things, you can check in, it can be your ticket. It's a pretty nifty little, you know, wristband thing. Now they're going to make a enhanced version of this. I think this screams Bob Chapek, if you ask me. Mm. But this is Mr. now going Potato to be and... kind of an <laughs> an Sorry. interactive – <laughs> this is going to be like an interactive wristband. So the minute you walk in and you've scanned in, it's supposed to have kind of like it'll buzz on you. It will like alert you when things are about to happen around you. It's supposed to be like, a, I guess, more interactive. I think of those Mickey ears that came out that like synced up with the fireworks show and would light up yep. at the same time fireworks would go off. I think it's kind of the same. So I I wrote down kind of the language that they have here On the official Disney website, they say that this interactive experience will include, it's not exclusive to these things, but it will include um, that you can play like a bounty hunter in a galaxy far, far away. So you can walk through and have like virtual bounties in Galaxy's Edge over at Hollywood Studios. You can interact with the Disney Fab Five character collection, those golden statues that we were talking about earlier. I don't know how you're interacting with them, but you do. Um, and then you can also experience the nighttime ex- spectaculars in a new way as your band lights up and complements the show in the sky. So same thing as the Mickey ears.
1: So I, I absolutely love the Magic Band because I love that at Disney World, you literally can leave your wallet in your room. You bring your okay. ID in case they card, you know, a nearly 37-year-old man for a drink. But that happens at Disney. Uh you bring your you bring your ID and your magic band and your phone, and that's all you need. Mm-hmm. And I think mm-hmm. that's absolutely amazing. At Disneyland, it's such a pain when you like go in and they like then you they hand you the printed ticket and you've got that, and you've got your wallet with your credit cards and your ID and all this stuff. Like just the magic band was so genius because it simplified everything. The fact that you could pay for every oh, sit down meal, bands. every quick service, every merchandise, everything you wanted to pay for, you just boop you know scan your magic yep. band it's genius too because you have no idea how much money you're spending until you like look in the disney world app and you're like oh that's cute Oh wow! <laughs> guess we're not eating when we get home um but like it's,
0: it's like when you go to vegas and you charge everything to your hotel room or really any yep. stay at any hotel yeah. it's that same thing at the end you get that really big bill but i agree i love the magic band
1: and I, I was really. I don't really, love
0: the Magic Band Plus idea. Uh, I will not be. I don't
1: know. This. I was really bummed out when I heard they were like. It sounded to me like they were phasing Magic Bands out because they're like, oh, just do everything on your phone, and now the Genie Plus app and all that, whatever it's going to be. And I was like, yeah, but like using your phone that much to, is your ticket. Is this? Is that? You're going to burn that battery in a quarter of a day. And so the genius yeah. about the Magic Band was if you had your day planned out pre-Genie Plus, where you like, this is back to me and being sad about, you know, Fast Pass Plus being gone at Disney World now. Like, you didn't need to pull your phone out, really. Like, unless you were going to mobile order some food, you just had everything on there. You knew what time your Fast Passes were for. And you just boop, boop, boop mm-hmm. with your Mickey to Mickey. As it's like put Mickey to Mickey on the reader. Um, but I am kind of... We're we're nerds for the merch, so I am kind of excited to see what these Magic Band pluses are. And like the thing with the Magic Bands for us too is we always order new ones every trip, and we have them write ASCS our initials and the year on them for the trip, and then we've saved them all, and so we have all of our Magic Bands from the very first time Kurt and I ever went to Disney World together. We stole that Magic Band, which was the old school Magic Band. It wasn't even the Magic Band Two or whatever the new one was called. I don't know. It's fun. It's cute.
0: Yeah, I totally get it. I, I probably will like it when I see it. I've seen pictures and like video of what these are going to look like or the prototypes that they have out. By the way, there is no price tag yet. Uh, So we don't know how much these are going to be, but I'm sure they're going to be pretty expensive, like over $50 is my guess. Um, I will say for the Magic Bands, we love ours. And here is my pro tip to you. If you've been to Disney World before and you're planning another trip, you do have to buy the Magic Bands now. But if you have old ones, you can reuse them. So do not throw those things away.
1: Oh, I mean, I'm to the point where I multiple And they match, like, you know me and my Disney outfit planning for Disney World when I've got, like, the tank tops and the shorts and the hats all lined up. I also have magic bands to correlate with every outfit. And because when you go into your My Disney Experience app, it lists all your active magic bands. So you can just interchange them every day to a different one, and all your stuff's on it. So
0: You have a sickness, my friend. That is... (laughs) It's you know, next level.
1: I was thinking with these Magic Band Pluses they're like they're kind of like a poor man's Apple Watch or something, is what they kind of look like. And so I was like, Thank actually, you. this is kind of genius because when we go and Noah's gonna like Noah is obsessed with tech. This is his new thing. If there's tech, he crawls for it. He has all the toys in the world. He sees a phone lying on the ground, crawls for the phone, leaves all the toys, sees the iPad, crawls for the iPad. Uh so Watches. We all have smart watches. Like maybe this will be genius that I can then just strap this on his wrist after we go and he'll just entertain himself with a little Disney uh Disney Apple watch.
0: I will tell you Ray has a magic band. When we took her when she was two, she didn't want anything to do with it. But now that she's almost five – oh, my gosh. She turns five next week. <laughs> um, she's been wearing her her uh, Mickey – her magic band around the house, calling it her Mickey watch, and loves wearing it. She's just oh, like – it's a toy to her. And that's um, we're all for it. Oh, Ray. Um, okay. I know. She's, my baby is getting older. So the other ex- – I think this is my – Maybe the most exciting news that I saw today, or that unveiled this week, the Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind roller coaster. So excited! First roller, I know. First roller coaster that's going to be at Epcot. It uh, was unveiled what the coaster vehicle is going to look like, and it sounds awesome. So they're nicknaming this and. Omni Coaster. I know we've talked about what an Omni Mover is. If you can picture Haunted Mansion um, and you get into your own little pod and it kind of keeps moving continuously, that's an Omni Mover. The Omni Coaster is going to be that same setup. It's a four-person seat. You go in and it will start taking off shortly, but it rotates 360 degrees. So it's going to constantly be moving and I think it's all but rumored that you're going to be rocketing backwards at the very beginning of this ride into what they're saying is the Big Bang. So, you're going back in time. Oh, my gosh. And then, I'm sure, coastering through the rest of time. So, it sounds uh, great. Oh,
1: I cannot wait. And they said it's going to be one of, if not the longest indoor roller coaster in the world when it's done.
0: Yes. Like, it
1: just looks so, so good. And, like, the... I mean, I'm curious with it being an omni coaster. Is it going to be like the moving walkway when you get on, and is it just going to constantly like? I mean, that's if they've figured out how to speed up the load process on a roller coaster by this, that's going to be yeah. genius. I'm very curious to see it in operation, and if that's like what they've done, is it's just this like like the Haunted Mansion, like Finding Nemo, like Journey, whatever that thing is, or Little Mermaid's Journey, right, where it's just that constant. Yeah. Omni mover in 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 go 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 genius
0: if that's what they to, figured out. I have to imagine that they yes, I think this is exactly how it's going to be that they will speed this up because if you know any of my friends out there who are skiers or snowboarders know that there are a lot of advanced chairlifts that do this exact same setup where you will go faster once you've you're on and you've taken off but it slows down when it's time for you to sit down on the chairlift. So I imagine it's going to be something similar to that to so type cool. of technology, but I cannot wait for this roller coaster. Oh, Oh, it sounds uh, great. It does also sound intense. I read that it's not going to be too crazy that you're not going to, like, lose your lunch every time you ride this. Because 360 degrees, going backwards, it's a roller coaster. All of that sounds to me like you don't want to eat a meal before you go on this. (laughs) But they're saying that it's not, like, so insane that the majority of people can't do it.
1: I would advise do not drink yourself around the world and then go ride The Cosmic Rewind roller coaster. Um, Oh, God, that's going to be a new thing people do. They're going to be like, drink all the way around the world and then try to ride the roller coaster without losing your lunch. Um, I'm excited. Yeah, I'm excited for it. I can't wait.
0: I'm excited. In the same theme of space, they also opened the Space 220 restaurant in Epcot's future world. And I am very intrigued about this. I'm curious what you think. So the whole – the it's you – know, you're going up into space. This is a brand new restaurant where you walk in and my understanding is you're kind of being ported up like a fancy elevator yeah. into quote unquote space. And then you're eating with um, a whole view of <laughs> – space around you and so it's it looks really cool it is all um you know video graphics behind you to look like you're in a fully enclosed xenon girl of the 21st century spaceship eating so animal.
1: did you did you see the shade universal through disney on twitter over this <gasps> no <laughs> I, i'm sorry universal's twitter account constantly throws shade <laughs> over at disney and it's the Most and Disney never throws the shade back, so it's very, it's like it's very little brother. Take the higher
0: ground, yeah.
1: So they open Space 220, and as Dana said, like it's it's uh screens behind it's giant screens showing you space behind the windows, right? So Universal tweeted, Oh you want to wait six hours to eat lunch in front of some screens? Well, there's no wait here. And then showed their sports restaurant <gasps> with the gigantic screens. You know what I'm talking about, right?
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> At city walk. Yeah. So that was yes. their Like, <laughs> yeah, they're constantly that's doing hilarious. stuff like that. But, um, we, I feel like I've eaten there already. We've watched, I think every influencer, Disney influencer. I hate that. That's a term, right? Really. But we've watched all of them. Um, go they stood in line because it was first come first serve no reservations for like the first two weeks or something and people yeah. were rope dropping to stand in line for six hours to do nothing else that I've caught but go in to eat at space 220 um no meal is worth six hours in line for i don't think i will yeah. happily go if we you know plan our trip out in advance i wake up at 2.59 in the morning to get that 3 a.m. window and grab a reservation when I know we're going, right? Great, I'll do it, and we'll go eat. The drinks look incredible. The food looks incredible. Some looks like it's just food, but some of the food looks really, really good. Um, mm-hmm. I'm excited to see it. I think it's so clever that they've got, like, two space people who apparently have a lightsaber fight, but that rarely you have to really be looking for that. Uh, and then oh, there's, cool. like... They said um the the ship from Mission Space is out there flying around. What else did they say? They said, yeah. Um,
0: I saw a couple like a couple in love, like they're two <laughs> astronauts that like come together and kiss with their little astronaut helmets on so or it's, something
1: It's cute i I think it's it's I think it's well priced for what it is it's and I think the experience of riding the elevator is probably pretty cool because I think they've made it feel like you're actually." moving upwards with like sound and whatever to vibrations or whatever to do that. Um Yeah. I'm excited for it.
0: Yeah. I imagine it's kind of what they're doing with the um, like um rise of the resistance where you get into the spaceship and it, it moves and stuff. Yeah. Um, I think it looks good. I mean, let's call a spade a spade. Disney is all about a gimmicky meal. Like everything is a little bit gimmicky with Disney and people pay a premium for that gimmick yeah. and look at, and I, I'm, you know, not throwing shade on this. I do the same thing. But look at Sci-Fi Diner. Look at Cinderella's Royal Table. Um, even, you know, something that's kind of the more lowbrow like uh, Rainforest Cafe. They're all – there's always a gimmick with it. And you know what you're getting when you go to a Disney park. I think it's more about choosing which gimmick meal you want to – eat on that particular trip and if that meal is you want to try it in space then this might be a great option for you
1: so i have a weird where i'm like concerned but also excited about this because i feel like disney is on the cusp of going overkill with the space video screen thing they're doing it's like they were like they probably built this in their super secret disney imagineering test lab and they were like "Ooh, Mm -hmm. this looks amazing right And now they're like, where can we put it everywhere? They're building an entire hotel around that concept that you can, like, make you feel like you're in space by staring at screens behind windows. And so, cool. The Galactic Star Cruiser Hotel. Super cool. Uh, We should mention uh, October 28th, you can start booking it. So, that's exciting for all the wealthy folks out there. Um, You can book
0: it with me if you're interested in going to the the Star Cruiser.
1: Um, And then, like... So, oh my gosh, what was I going to say? So, they have the screens there. They've got the screens at Space 220. And now on the mm-hmm. Disney Wish cruise ship, which they're going to have the Star Wars bar with the screens, with the space screens Same on screens. the cruise ship, too. I'm almost like, which I am excited about that bar on the Disney Wish when we do get to go. Like, mm. that'll be pretty fun. But I'm almost wondering, okay, cool. You guys have, I think they've tapped out the space screens, maybe. Maybe.
0: I don't know. It's like when they figure out a winning model, they stick with it pretty well. case in point, the omni mover, like we were talking yeah. about earlier. when they figure out something that works and gets people through and that people like, they'll stick with it. But I agree it's a it's coming on a little strong, Disney with the like space screens. Um, but we'll see i I will eat there. I don't think I have a huge drive to eat there on this trip with my daughter. Maybe another one down the line. oh, really? I don't think she's gonna love it. She doesn't she's not mm. super into space right now. Um I don't think I wanna spend the money on a five year old no. meal True. you know, to eat there. There's I'd plenty rather of take other places. places she's gonna like more. Like Cinderella's royal table.
1: Yep, yep. Ooh, but you can take her back to Club Cool because that reopened.
0: Oh, yeah. We didn't talk about that. Club Cool reopened. If you don't know about Club Cool, it is the Coca-Cola sponsored um, like indoor section at Epcot where you can go try like five or six different types of soda in all these different countries. So it's super cool. There's one that everybody hates. Um, There's a couple that everybody loves, but I think it's the Beverly, right? That's terrible. Oh, I can't remember.
1: It's kind of fun. Like, it's the little secret you can go get a free soda in there because by the yeah. time you taste them and all, I mean, they give you little, like, thimbles basically to fill up, yeah. but you it's could like Dixie you, Cups.
0: They give you Dixie Cups.
1: Yeah, but you could stay there and drink as many little Dixie Cups as you want, I guess. Um, but it's cool. And it's the design um, is supposed to be really cool, the new Club Cool. I can't wait to see it in person. I'm
0: excited to look at it. All I remember from before is just like, yes, going in, getting a free soda, a couple different sodas. It's fun. You know, Everybody yeah. tries all the different flavors. Um, and then it's constantly sticky because everybody spilled soda there. So your shoes are just like doing that rah, 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 everywhere you walk for the next still there. like 30 minutes.
1: I hope the sticky,
0: <laughs> The sticky floor. Yeah, of course. It's, it's like there. it's the classic club. Away. Cool.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I've caught. I know. I do so love
0: there you guys have it. That's all the news. I mean, there's a lot more news, I'm oh sure, gosh. that's come out. But that's Oh, we didn't even talk stuff. about Remy's. Oh, my God. Okay. Yeah. We should absolutely have probably should started I, with Remy's. Do the you big want me ride that, that just I've, opened. Because I've been on it. You have, just not In here battery, at Epcot.
1: No. Um, it's cool. It's really, really cool. And I watched some ride-throughs of the Epcot one. It's exactly the same as Paris. Like, literally, they nice. just- um, it's fun. It's really fun. Uh, the animation is incredible. The, like, if you get a chance to write it, I think they're doing a virtual queue for it right now. So wake up at 7 a.m. with those fast fingers. Um, but it is, <laughs> it's really, really cool. And I can't wait to see the French pavilion all redone now. With I the know. Extension. It
0: looks so Cool. Yeah, it looks really cool. Um yeah, I can't wait to ride it and that will be the first thing that we do when we go. Ray Camping will Marie.
1: love it. She will love yeah. it. It's just such a beautiful story and like the music when you're and it's like it was one of their first trackless rides when they put it out at Disneyland yeah. Paris. And the the vehicles really like do a dance to the music and you like feel like you're in Paris and the ride vehicles like do this beautiful, almost like ballet, in the ride vehicle uh as you're I headed into the ride. So it's it's really cool. I can't it's fun. wait. It's a lot of fun.
0: Ratatouille is one of Ray's favorite movies. We've watched it. Oh my god, hundreds of times at this point, and I never get tired of it. It's so great. So it'll be. A fun I wish ride ride. the
1: only thing I wish I would have done. I think I maybe mentioned this before. Was put Remy's Che Remy's. At the exit, like they have in Paris, it's our favorite restaurant yeah. at Disneyland Paris, because the whole idea is at the end of the movie, you know, they're all eating at all the all the rats are eating at the Remy's rat restaurant. Right. And yeah. it's Chez Remy's and you come out at Disneyland Paris and it's a glass wall and you're looking into Chez Remy's and it's the same concept that you're wow. sitting on bottle caps and the tables are bottle caps and like all the stuff that you're shrunk down Stop. to the size of a wrap when you go into the restaurant and it's a fine dining restaurant. Like the Ratatouille is on point. Um, so I was really disappointed when they announced uh, Remy's Ratatouille Adventure that they weren't putting in a shit Remy's at Epcot. Hopefully maybe That's one day it'll come or maybe keep it special maybe. for Paris. But yeah, if you plan a Disneyland Paris trip, call them to book that reservation.
0: Now that is a gimmick restaurant I want to go to.
1: It's cute, and the food is delicious. It's a it's a full on French meal at Disneyland Paris. It's great.
0: That's awesome.
1: All right, should we should we do a little a quick special vault dive into the vault because the voice all never works apparently, but we're gonna do it. Dive into the vault.
0: Only you can do the vault voice. You have a deeper voice than <laughs> I, sir.
1: So for the fiftieth anniversary. I wanted to dive into an original opening day attraction at both Disneyland and Disney World. And that is the longest wait in Fantasyland. (gasps) Dana? Dana? I know.
0: I know. know. Peter Pan's Flight.
1: Yes. Peter (gasps) Pan's Flight. (gasps) And the reason I want to bring this up, and if this is a call out, um, maybe there'll be... Oh yeah. Okay. If you've listened this far... And you can find us the answer to this question. There will be a small little Disney prize for you. If you can DM us on Instagram, Generation D Pod. We will, a to be determined, little Disney World prize. It might be a McDonald's toy. Um,
0: <laughs> <laughs> it might be R2-D2 since <laughs> because we have Kurt to. and Adam uh, have the same ones. <laughs>
1: uh, maybe it'll be a little different. But if you can figure out the name and or find a photo of the cast member that still works at Disney world who worked at opening day at Peter Pan's flight and is still there. And they have talked about Mm -hmm. this on the keys to the kingdom tour at Disney world. Mm -hmm. This is where we first learned about this and I could not remember his name or find it on the internet anywhere. So if anybody at home is listening and can figure this out, there might be a little prize. So DMS generation depot on Instagram. But that said, I wanted to dive into a little quick little history of this beautiful little ride I absolutely love the ride I think it is just stunning And how they When they first opened it at Disneyland How they came up with this idea Right? In 1955
0: mm-hmm.
1: To have this ride That you're flying over London Right? And you were really like Just diving into the story The Peter Pan story Which is such a fun adventure anyway right and so they figured out how to do this and they basically built they've like flipped an omni mover upside down and the ride vehicle attached from the top and you got in this pirate ship and off you went on your adventure they sprinkle a little pixie dust on that handlebar comes down and off you went on your adventure um so this was this was just a totally 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 new thing for them to do they used it was The first time they used black lights in their dark rides to really enhance the the images and really give you that depth perception, especially as you're flying over miniature London and all these different things. So they knew they had a winner. This line was always long at Disneyland. And so when they were building Walt Disney World 50 years ago, or more than 50 when they were building it, but when it was getting ready to open 50 years ago – They knew they needed to make some changes because there were some things that weren't working. So, we've talked a lot about these rides, right? When they were developed, the idea was Mm -hmm. that you were the character, right? That you are Snow White going through Snow White. Seeing
0: the ride through the eyes of. In this case, Peter Pan or right. Alice in Wonderland as Alice. Yep. So you don't see Peter Pan or Alice in Alice their respective Wonder- rides.
1: But I feel like with the Peter Pan ride, you weren't seeing it through Peter Pan's eyes. I feel like you were seeing it through the darlings' eyes almost, right? Because you take off from their room. But maybe it is through Peter You're Pan. You're right. Because he's with them.
0: You're Well, you see the darlings in the ride more than you yeah. see Peter Pan. Yeah. Or you did. So
1: you yeah. did. So yeah, what they did is at Disney World, they flipped it and they said, okay, no, let's actually put Peter Pan in the ride. And so this is when you had like the pirate the pirate ship scene and the fight scene and all these other added scenes that added Peter Pan in, which then they eventually in like I think it was I'm thinking the 70s or 80s when they re- did a big redo of um Disneyland they actually improved the ride and added all the additions that they put at Disney World they threw it into Disneyland. So it was kind of like it started at Disneyland, they improved upon it for Disney World and then they took the improvements there and turned it into what it is now at Disneyland and Disney World. So I absolutely think it's beautiful. There's a reason the line is so long because it is so amazing, mm-hmm. but they had one major problem at Disney World for quite a long time. The line was really long and really boring, right? Because it does take a little bit to load it, because the ships come in, you get on, and then off they go, right? So what they did is they they made one of the most interactive cues, if not, I think it is probably actually the most interactive story queue in Fantasyland. And what they did is they you actually enter the story second you enter the building, into the show building, and you are walking through the Darlings' home. And they have the, just some incredible, interactive, magical little moments. So you see Tinkerbell floating across and all these different little things. And you're going through the darling's house. And when they added this, it made the line and that cue so much better, right? Because you're you're getting to, oh, yeah. to fully engulf in the story. And then you're going through the darling's house. And then when you get into the ship, you take Alf. You take Alf. 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 You take off through the window. <laughs> Alf of the is in this ride. I had
0: yeah. No Alf is it. there. That's
1: a new. That was a new edition for the fiftieth anniversary. New edition.
0: Okay. Alf yeah. is okay. hanging
1: out over London. Um, <laughs> why don't we have an Alf <laughs> ride somewhere? That would be amazing. Um, anyway, so they and you take off and you head off over London, and it's just just absolutely breath. Every time I feel like it's breathtaking when it takes off and you're flying over London. And you can hear in the old version, the the original version of "You Can Fly, You Can Fly, You Can Fly" is playing as you're flying over London. It's just, oh, I don't know, it warms my heart. It's magic. So it, that is the Disney magic. magic. That
0: magic ride magic. is so incredible. Magic. By the way, it was 2014, the end of 2014, when they That's unveiled what I the it was. queue, and. It is incredible. I We just went on it a couple years ago, a couple times with Ray. And I think that that ride, the Peter Pan ride in the Magic Kingdom is superior to the Disneyland version. Because of this cue, They're yep. the same ride inside, but it is that cue that exactly to your point really draws you into the story and just lets you live in it a little bit longer because the ride is super short. It's like a minute and a half and then you're done and you wish it was double the length, but it's not.
1: It's one we do every single time. If we do any Fantasyland ride when we're there, it's Peter Pan. And we'll wait in the line for it. There is no line too long for Peter Pan's flight. Now, Dana, quick question. Do you know which is the only Disney park that does not have Peter Pan's flight in it?
0: Oh, I'm going to guess. Paris.
1: Mm-mm. Nope. OK. Don't try again. I'm going
0: then yes. Um, Hong Kong.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Hong Kong is the huh. only Walt Disney park that does not have Peter fans flight. And then, do you know why? Uh, like, no, it just, as they don't they- have it. They just didn't put it in. <laughs> I,
0: oh, okay. So
1: yeah, that's what I read. I was like, and then I Googled and they, there was no real good answer. So sorry, folks. My Disney history brain did not have a great answer as to why it does not exist in Hong Kong. Other than it just isn't there. Um, However, the one in Shanghai is supposed to be mind-blowing. Like they basically took the Disney World Disneyland original and just plus it because Shanghai is the newest park and they added technology. They added motion and videos, but in subtle ways to still keep the classic feel of this ride but enhance it slightly throughout the ride. So they said it's really worth it if you want to. And I, I, we've actually we've toyed with the idea of going to Shanghai sometime, and we have somehow managed to not um, watch any ride-throughs of any of the rides at Shanghai Disneyland. And I think part of that is because, like, we've heard pirates is absolutely incredible. And now, you know, this idea with Peter Pan's flight. that, like, there's a point when you, you boat actually literally splashes into water at Skull Rock on this ride now. Like, they've added these different elements to uh, the one in Shanghai that just makes it even more incredible. And so, I, one day, we'll get there. Um, we'll all take a big old family trip to Shanghai Disneyland, but um
0: i love that i
1: i think what they did with the rides are, are amazing and i can't wait
0: i love that
1: so anyway that was just a little a little a little mini vault just a little quick stroll down memory lane with an opening day because i really think it's incredible that this guy has been working that one of the cast members has been working that same attraction since the park opened 50 years ago
0: I love that. I have a couple. I have one fun fact that I yeah. remember from when I worked at Disney about that ride. I've And I have a little story to go with the Peter Pan ride. But um, my fun fact, and this is at both Disneyland and Disney World. If you look at the opening kind of scene that you go into with the nursery, uh, look down. And I think it's the bottom right corner. You'll see a set of those like alphabet blocks. And they spell Disney. So Keep a close eye on those blocks Because they spell his name Um, And when I worked So you know this um, When I worked for Disney One of the characters that I was quote friends with Was Wendy Darling Wendy Moira Angela Darling Of Peter Pan And uh, there was one day When I was you know Friends with Wendy Where they needed to do a last minute photo shoot And so they had Peter and I do a photo with a, a little girl over. Um, oh, you've told me this story. Ships. <laughs> and we got yeah. to we got to ride it with her afterwards. It was it was oh, a photo fun. shoot, but it was also like part of a make I think it was Make a Wish or it was uh, like an affiliate of something like that. Um, so we rode the ride with her, and it's the only time. I rode that ride as the character, and it was really, really cool. Um, I rode the teacups a bajillion times as Alice, but um, only time I got to ride my ride as Wendy was that one time. It was really special. Was
1: this the story you told about how like they gave you the Wendy costume, and it was like a really fancy version of the Wendy costume for the photo shoot?
0: That was different. No, that was um, two different stories. Uh, oh, they're
1: blending. The, the, yes. The- the friends I'm, blending, of I'm blending characters stories. and blending
0: stories but they did accidentally give me one day when I was checking in and getting my wig on um, they used to have, they actually oh this is another fact we didn't tell or news bit, they just brought back the welcome show they, a reimagined welcome oh, yeah, yeah, show yeah. in front of the castle, the big castle welcome show with Mickey and the gang and when I worked there Wendy and Peter Pan were in the welcome show and so she had a more elaborate when Costume, and so when I was just the meet and greet Wendy that day, uh, and I showed up, and they put fit me with the wig for that castle show, and it's like a much more ornate blue bow in her in her wig, um, and I was like, oh, maybe they changed something, and then I get over and pick up my costume because your name is you know usually assigned to those, um, and it was the full costume for that, and I was like, this. Still feels really off. I walked all the way to the location underground to where I was going to get, you know, ready for my set in Frontierland, and I was like, "This, this is off." And I showed it to the the captain over there, and she was like, "Yeah, you grabbed the wrong costume, or they set out the wrong costume for you. This is like for the castle show." So I had to go all the way back and get <laughs> completely re outfitted for the day.
1: As you've so. now walked miles and miles in the utilidor to do that. um Yes. Well in some
0: Mary Jane shoes. <laughs> Those little Mary Jane's little click 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 yeah, I'll never yeah. forget that sound. Oh my gosh.
1: Well, so there's our little like nod to Disney World's 50th anniversary. We promise next week we'll be back to the happiest place on earth in all things in Disneyland, California. But I guess I think moral of the story with the 50th anniversary is if you are really excited to go see a hot mess of a show head on over to the Animal Kingdom. You can get your hot mess at the Kite Tales. Complete mess. Enjoy it. If you want to see a disaster, get a cocktail and watch that. Uh, If you want to see a great show, go to Epcot. And if you want to see a mediocre ripoff of Donnie and Marie Osmond, head on over to the Magic Kingdom. There we go. I think that sums it up, right?
0: Yeah, exactly. Adam, (laughs) we should take a poll on our Instagram of if anybody placing bets as to if kite tails will still be there by early 2022 for us to see. Or if they think they'll pull it before. Deal. 2022. Deal. Okay.
1: All right. We'll do it. We'll do it. And then if it's still there by 2022, Dana eats a turkey leg on the trip. Anyway, so. Nope. (laughs) Nope. 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 That is that. Remember if you do want to go book that Galactic Star Cruiser to hit up Dana, you can email us. Uh you can hit us up on Instagram, DMs and we'll get you connected with Dana. She'll get you on the star cruiser, she'll get you on a real cruise, she'll get you in the Disney World, Disneyland, Disney Paris, Disney Hong Kong, wherever Disney whatever. She'll she'll get you there. So, give her give her I a call. I will.
0: I definitely will. Thanks for the plug, Adam. Yep. Yeah. You can find me, like Adam said, pretty much anywhere. But you can also go to adventureswithalisonwonderland.com. And you can pull up our free price quote. And we will get you set up for your magical vacation.
1: All right. Well, that's that. We'll be back next week and back to the happiest place on earth, like we said. So have a great week, everybody.
0: Bye, guys.